0: You're listening to the Sunday morning service from Harvest Bible Church. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Mark Butler. To learn more about us, please visit HarvestBibleOnline.org. I get to do the announcements this morning. Hallelujah. I get to do a lot of things this morning. Praise God. I have all kinds of stuff to do here. So I got nominated. And uh, anyways, so while they're doing that, uh, praise the Lord. If you notice what this little thing is, this is the last day of the treasures, uh teaching that they're teaching in our children's church and everything, and you know, we work really hard, and I say we because we do because my wife is, you know, she, that's where she had to go over there. She's doing that uh, today, helping teach over there and stuff. Uh, and she handles getting all the curriculum, putting everything together. And if you note, know, if, if you could see on our ring, you'll see that every Friday and Saturday night, we're here creating all of these. Who do you think put all these suckers together and put everything in here? And she has great ideas, but I have to get to do them, okay? So there, all your kids are going to get a box here, okay? This little thing sticking out of it is a, a treasure map, okay? And, you, and it's basically that you go home and you have homework. You actually get to read your Bible, and you have to get to do scriptures and do things. And if your kid's completed, then she has more prizes for them and all that. So everything is, you know, to do. But we do all this because we want to get the word of God inside your kids. We want them to teach you. So I'm not working all this hard for you not to take it home. So, and all of you teachers, you make sure you get rid of it because I have to pick it all up and I get to see what you do. So if you're not giving everything away, then we're in trouble, Okay. So uh, uh, that's what this is all about. This was my box, okay, to to give to you guys and everything else. So not to give to you, but to to, to announce it here. So anyways, that's something that they're doing. We want to make sure. And then we found a pair of glasses. So over here in the thing, and I don't know who they are, but uh, they're actually prescription glasses. actually really nice. So I don't know if you lost a pair of glasses here uh, or you set them down or whatever, but they were in the front office there. And uh, let me just share a little bit about them. One eye is just... You're faking it. It just just magnifies. It's like readers. But the other one, you need these. Okay? So we want you to be able to drive right. Okay? Hallelujah. So if these are yours, you just let me know this. Okay? So that's a a cool thing here. All right? And if you've been running, you've been running, and we've had these for like two weeks now. Okay? So you're in trouble. You probably have an extra pair. So that's cool. Hey, uh, also, You know, this is uh, graduation month, and we have three, as far as I know, we have three seniors that are graduating, and then two eighth graders that are graduating up. We don't know if we have any more than the, on the eighth grade side, but Cameron gave me, uh, the, uh, names of, um, the seniors. And so this year, we're going to do something a little different than we've done in the past. Actually, I've got them all cards, and uh, I've got something for them just from from me and Pastor Pam. But I want them to come up, and I want to pray for them. Because believe it or not, one of our seniors already graduated Friday night. It kind of caught me way off guard. That's a little early. They still got to go back to school for two weeks, but that's kind of interesting. I know if I would have graduated at that time, and then they told me I had to go back to school, that would have never happened. So that was not a good, that's why, you know, they trust these kids a lot more than they trusted us, okay? So, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I'm going to have uh, Marissa Hine and, 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 and Angel, uh, and whatever his last name is, but I'm not, Guil, Guil, he's not here, but I'm going to give it to him, and then Isaac smile back. you guys, so, so Marissa and Isaac, come on up here, Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> now stay here stay here stay here stay here and uh, um, yeah she's the one she graduated Friday I don't when are you grad, when is your ceremony like two, weeks. two weeks see there he's got to go they don't trust him Only. See, see we have a charter school high school here we have Lincoln High you don't trust Lincoln High <laughs> just kidding just kidding love Lincoln High It's all. Good. no offense no offense all good it's all good <laughs> and uh, and then we have two eighth graders, you know, that are that are going to be in ninth grade. I think eighth grade graduation is pretty impressive. If you can get that far, you're doing pretty good. So we're going to have uh, uh, Taylor Hine come on up here and and Trenton 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 come on up. You guys scoot over that way a little bit. Over that way a little bit. That's good. So I what? I didn't get your last name on it because. Uh, I, I didn't know it. Oh. I only know you as Trenton. So uh... And I could have given your grandma's last name, but I didn't think that was the right one. Oh, cool. So she, I'd have got in trouble. I didn't even look at it like I didn't even put one on hers, and I knew her last name. I knew his last name. And I, see, they're all just. And the reason being is because I didn't know his last name. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, Angel is, belongs to her. So <laughs> anyway, so. I want to pray for them, okay? And I want us to pray for them. And thank God, these two going up into high school, they've, you know, hey, they need our prayers. Yeah. These two going off to college, they definitely need our prayer. Yeah. I, I'm tired of our kids going off to college and coming back crazy. So we want them to be set free and to do things. Amen? So, but I'm going to do this a whole prayer. And I want you guys to stretch out your hand because yeah. they're part of our church. Heavenly Father, I thank you and praise you for these amazing young people who have grown up in our church and who are here, that, Father, your hand is upon them. Lord, I thank you that as they uh, continue on in their journeys of life, they've created uh, uh, just memories, but they have also have a a milestone in their life of graduating high school, also and graduating from the eighth grade and going into high school. Father, we know that these are interesting times for uh, all of young people, all of the students. And Father, so not only do we pray for these, but we pray for all of our students that are a part of Harvest Bible Church, and Lord, thank you for your hand. You've got a plan and a purpose for their lives, and they're going to walk it out. Lord, I thank you for that, and I thank you, Father, for your amazing grace that's going to cover them as they stay true to you, and I just honor you for it, and I thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen, and amen, 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 hallelujah. So, go ahead, you guys can you're welcome. Hallelujah. You know, we just want to do that. We want to do... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. No, I tell you, it's, it's, it's important. And actually, my, my grandson's graduating from high school. My oldest grandson is graduating from high school in, on the 27th of this month. So, uh, of course, I'm not old enough to have a kid, that grandson, that old, but... It is the way it is. There, Hallelujah. You know, somebody asked me about my grandkids. I said, you know, I have eighteen of them, so I have way too many. But I'm a blessed man. So, so we thank God for that. Amen. Hallelujah. And I also have a grandson graduating from the eighth grade, going into the ninth grade. So, you know, I mean, this time of the year is just nuts because I also have, you know, basically I have eight birthdays in June. You know, eight birthdays in June you got to pay for. Man, I spend so much money this time of year. It's like, sheesh, you know, it's amazing. Hey, listen, let's, let's go ahead and get into the Lord of God this morning. If you have your Bibles, go to Galatians chapter two with me. Also, I want to share some things. You know, we had a very difficult week this week with, uh, oh yeah, junior high, you guys can all take off. Forgot to tell you that. Junior high, if you're in the junior high, still in the junior high, you guys can take off. And go. Thank you. Sorry about that, Cameron. Hallelujah. Amen. But uh, the reason we had a very difficult week is uh, Sean uh, and Leticia, but Sean's mom passed away suddenly this week and uh, uh, basically just went into the hospital, was there a week and a half and then passed away. And so uh, uh, difficulties in, in, in life and some things there, and we've been there with the family and talking and praying and, you know, sometimes you miss... Really don't understand a lot of things in, in our life, but we we do understand that you know death is a part of our life. But as as Christians, we know that that's not the end. I mean, thank God for that. I mean, that is the only hope that we have, and the hope that keeps us moving in the right direction. But as I was dealing with all that, and as I was praying and just you know praying for them and praying for their family and continuing to pray for their family, uh, uh, you know just just going before the Father. Uh, you know you look at things and one of the things that we have to make sure because when you face with difficult times or your faith is something suddenly that you really weren't expecting you know many times we have regrets or many times that we're thinking what could have been or what we should have done or what we could have done and the Lord began to remind me he says you know we need to understand that uh, uh, that we need to live in our moments and we need to live in our today's amen so he gave me a message called no tomorrow (laughs) what a title I said, Lord, what do you mean? You're coming right now. When I get done with this message, we're going to all die. We're going to rapture out of here. That'd be okay with me, but I don't think that's going to happen. But he gave me a message called No Tomorrow, and I said, well, what do you mean by no tomorrow? He said, if if you'd live, if you'd live in the moment and you'd live in in, in understanding that I want to use you today, not tomorrow. I want to use you in your today, not tomorrow. And, uh, you know, he's not saying that we don't plan. He's not saying that we don't save. He's not saying, you know, don't run out of here and say, Pastor Mark said you need to quit your job, okay? You know, because there's no tomorrow. No, the title is no tomorrow because if you live your life on a someday, if you live your life on something that's out there, uh, that you're going to do, you know, then you miss the most precious moments in the world. You miss the most precious times, you know, and, uh. Uh, you know, I'm so thankful like, I look back on my life uh, You know, my mom passed away in December and, uh, but I look on that on that year before or, or not the year but the six months before that uh, when she uh, you know, let us all know that there was something going wrong with her body that God, God had already spoken to me to go out and visit her and then we went and then of course I thank God for my wonderful wife because she said no we need to go see her again and we need to go do this and I said I don't have time we can't do this I, she's not really I mean I love my mama but she really wasn't worth it I would not spend all that money so, but she knows that. I would tell her that. But I love her. She's in heaven. She's listening to me now. She'll scold me when I get there. But the key is is that because but, but because we went and did and, and I listened to my wonderful, I listened to the spirit of God, gosh, I was the last one to get to take my mom out to dinner. I was the last one to get to take my mom on a ride to go see her her, her places and see things and to do things and to be there with her when she could actually go and do all that. I got to be there for her birthday. I got to be there and do things. I mean, I got, I got to do all of these incredibly wonderful things, not even knowing I was being led by the Spirit of God, just because I was being pushed by my wife. <laughs> you know, and, and to do it, and yet, man, would I, I'm so, so thankful. I have no regrets. And that's not to put condemnation if you do have regrets. But the key is, is that here in, in Galatians chapter 2, it talks about how we're to live our lives. I had another title to this was, How You Doing or How You Living? And, uh, but I like this one, No Tomorrow, because that's how he said it. I thought, God, I can't say no tomorrow. That's dangerous. Everybody doesn't think there's going to be a tomorrow. You know, we know Jesus is coming back. But praise God, we've got to live our life every day in light of eternity. And here's the thing is that when when we understand life isn't measured by how long you live, life isn't measured by the number of breaths you take, life is measured by those things that take your breath away, and life is measured, hallelujah, by the donation and what you give to it and what you do with it, no matter how short it may be. Amen? And so we need to live. We need to show the world how we're supposed to live, full of life. So here in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, he said, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Verse 21 says, I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. i want to read that to you out of the New Living Translation, because I like it. I think it just it'll kick in a little bit better. It says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. Amen. It is no longer I who lives, but it's Christ that lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. For if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. Amen. I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. I like that because in the King James, I do not frustrate the grace of God. And understanding God's grace, God's grace is what enables us to get through the hard times. But God's grace is what enables us to let God's life in us flow through us to do the things that we can't do of ourselves. Amen? Do we grab a hold of this truth and, and we do it? You know, Psalms 92 verse 12 in the, in the Living Bible says this. Teach us to number our days and recognize how few they are. Help us to spin them as we should. So I want to stir up your hearts and say, listen, your best life is right now. Just stay in the moment. That's one thing I, I had a hard time doing is staying in the moment. I'm always, I'm a dreamer. I'm a visionary. I'm always looking at stuff. I've always got something else planned. I've got something else booked. I'm always out there looking, if oh, I'm going to do this. I got all these things because I'm always wanting to get everything accomplished. You know, when I start out during the day, I'm planning a hundred things to do that day. You know, I am. I may only get 50 of them done, but I am planning on getting as many as I can that's when I have a good day. You know, I have a good day when I am just get as many things as I can get done in that day. It's just an awesome day, no matter how long. It's just like, oh, I got all of these things accomplished. This is amazing. Most people have a good day when they sit and have a glass of iced tea and they relax. That's a good day. That's the hardest thing in the world for me to do, okay? It is. It's like, ah, what am I doing? This is useless. But, but I'm learning how to do that, guys. I really am. That's, that's why God gave me Pamela. Hallelujah. She is teaching me how to have enjoy vacations, life, and all as you as you all know, and as you all see, she's gonna keep me alive for a lot longer. (laughs) Too bad for everybody else, all right? You know. But one of the things about it is you know why many times we are always looking for something better, we're always looking for a someday thing, is that we don't wanna live in the moment. Because we don't have that passion that we should have for the Lord Jesus Christ or the desire, the hunger that we should have. The reason I read this scripture to you is that it's no longer you that lives, but it's Christ that lives in you. How is Christ living in you? How, can, how is this Christian life? How's it working out? That's the that's thought I was going to get. Everybody's like, Oh no, I'm having It's because you haven't looked at the greater one on the inside of you, that He's quickening, that He's bringing life to you, that man, whatever it is that you need, you can draw it out. Amen. Man hath joy by the answer of his mouth. So, what kind of answers have you been given? You can tell how happy you are. Amen. Have you? The Bible says that, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's joy in under, inside of us, and, we, and a man of understanding will draw it out of him. I don't, I don't, you don't have to be as happy as me, but you've got to be a little bit, okay? <laughs> there's got to be some things, you know? And here's, you know, what? The, one of the biggest things is that we don't live each day as if it is, is a gift from God that God gave us today, you know? And it, there's always these little cliches, you know, that's why they call today the present, I know it's a corny joke, (laughs) but it's so true. If you will take each day, because listen, when you can't and you don't have that or you can't get up to do things or you can't do things, man, each day is, 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 is amazing. Each day is something one. And you're so thankful for that day. Because if you have things and there seems to be, you know, whenever something happens in your life, like what has transpired in, in these last week and stuff, it, it just totally changes your perspective. That Man, I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done this. But God wants us to live. Pat- we can't stop about what we couldn't do. We need to continue to go what we can do and, and value our family and our friends and everybody that's around us right now. Amen? Amen. I mean, we've got to do that because we've got a limited time on earth right now. You know that. Jesus is coming back, so we even got a shorter time. There's things that we need. Now, we need to live life to its fullest, but we need to be passionately living it for Jesus. Not going out and just foolishly doing things, but living it in light of, man, this is what God wants to do. Hallelujah. Because believe it or not, folks, God has called us to have crazy, ridiculous, supernatural faith in our lives. I... I, you know, and I'm going to use Aaron texted me uh, uh, last Sunday and said, hey, where is the scripture where Joshua prayed and asked the son to stand still? And, you know, and I told him where it was because I knew exactly where it was, told him where it was. But then I just began to, I said, Man, I'm going to go read that. This is good things. He just, and so he set part of this message off here on that because I thought, you're reading this thing. And what would possess Joshua? What, I mean, I'm looking back. You read, I've read Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, you know, and get into Joshua, okay? What would possess Joshua to think, all right, God, how about when you stop everything? I'm looking at, well, Moses parts the Red Sea. There's manna coming down from heaven all the time. Uh, then there's quail coming down from heaven. You know, I'm thinking, well, that, those are pretty cool. He's got some got, he's got some kind of things in here. But to stop the universe, to stop the sun and the moon, to stop everything. You know, if you studied science, we all know that if something stops, everything crashes, It's impossible. And yet, science validates Joshua. That's why we have leap year, because we lost a day somewhere. (laughs) The Bible tells you where you lost it. See, yeah, yeah, we did. See, we lost, Joshua had the sun stand still for 23 hours and 45 minutes. And you say, well, where'd that other 15 minutes come from? That's Hezekiah. Hezekiah said, the guy said, how do I know this will happen? He said, well, what do you want? He said, do you want God to move the sun forward 15 minutes? Do you want to move it back 15 He said, well, it'd be easy to move it forward because everybody would say that. How about just moving it back 15 And he did. And that's where we got the 24 hours. It's in the Bible. <laughs> Amen. But what would possess you to say, all oh, right, God, I need y'all. We're, we're going, we need to kill everybody here, so you got to stop so we can kill everybody. Time out? Don't you just wish that sometimes? Man, God, give me just give me some more strength so I can knock this guy. No, you can't do that. Guys, stop that. It's not good. <laughs> got to watch all of you. You just get excited. But again, because did you know that? Did you read before that? Did you read what happened before that? God says, I'm going to give it. Don't you wear all these armies, God, against joshua and then they were you know fighting against him and then god says back up if they get back he says i want my turn and he rains down hailstorms, and he rains down fire rocks from heaven and kills all these people and more people die with that than what the, the israelites are fighting against them and then joshua says well we want to keep winning so i'll just have the sun stand still now have you ever thought about praying like that See, God calls us to ridiculous. Stuff. I mean, that's, 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 that is like way out there, okay? That's pretty amazing that He would even have the thought process to do that. And God, of course, the Bible says it's never happened before and it's never happened since, so you probably can't do it now. <laughs> it's in there. I hate to say that. I was, I was, bad. I was like, God, why did you write that? Why, why can't? But you know what? Nothing's impossible with God. If we needed it, there would be some things that would be taking place. The reason I share that is because the world is always telling us, you guys need to be careful. You need to stay back. You need to get safety. You need to do this. The world is always trying to bring fear. It is. It's always trying to stop us. But see, God's called us to a life of faith, living every moment flat all out for him. And I know that sounds crazy, but it isn't. Because when when you walk by faith, you're believing that God's ordering your steps. You believe that all things work together for the good to those that love God and who are called according to his purpose. You believe that God's got your steps ordered all the way up until he's gonna bring you home. Until you decide, I'm checking out of here. Hallelujah. That's when I'm gonna go. Amen? That's the key thing. You're taking hold of the Word of God and it changes everything. But you've got this passion, this desire, hallelujah, because you're living from an eternal perspective. You're living from knowing, glory to God, I'm a citizen of heaven, hallelujah. I'm just sojourning through the earth. I belong to God anyways, hallelujah. So I am asking myself every day, what am I doing today that requires faith? What am I doing today that I can glorify God? Amen. Amen what am I doing that I can see and sense, man, that I want to see God hand in it, listening, praying. You know, most of the time, God's bringing people to me to pray for. And then we pray for Harvest Bible Church, and of course, I pray for all of you. Amen. That's why it's good that you come, because if I see you, then I know who you are, then I actually can pray for you. Then I, mean, I pray for Harvest Bible Church as a corporate thing, but I pray individually all the time. We do this constantly. We pray, you know, for each and, and, and different ones that God brings to our life because God's called us to do this. And, and one thing I find this out. Have you ever found out that you can never get time back? <laughs> I always do this. I always invent. And did you ever notice now it just seems like we don't have enough time? I mean, we got the same amount of time, but it just seems like we don't have enough time. I mean, I used to get, of course, I've had a few of you who've just said bad things over me, because I said, I just doesn't seem like I'm getting things done like I used to get things done. And every one of you said, it's because you're getting older. I said, that's not true. I've had four or five people tell me that lately, and that's not good, you know. (laughs) Amen. We get that thought process, everybody says these things, and I'm like, I'm I'm gonna endeavor to do what I know to do. Amen. I'm trying to fight this old 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 age thing as best I can, okay? that idea. Um because here's the one thing that I found out, and this is the one thing through all of this, you know, when things like this happen, uh of course they bring back memories, they bring back a lot of things, so you do a lot of reflecting and things like that. But then the Lord just really reminds me, you know. The greatest power that we have and really the greatest power that all of us need to understand in our lives is that we actually have the power to begin again. We have the power that we can just basically get up and start over. We can actually get up and allow God to be God and he'll do a new thing. Hallelujah. He always has a new book or a new chapter in our lives. He always has something that we connect. And the power to start again, hallelujah, is something that we as Christians always do. Because doesn't the Bible say, though the righteous fall, they shall arise. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he's going to get up seven times. Amen. So the greatest thing we have is the power to begin again. Yeah, we may not be able to do all that we think we can do in our head. You know, Amen. I I am still 18 in my head, as my wife would say. I'm still five, <laughs> but that's okay. I like being five, you know, <laughs> you know. But I, but I'm not looking at my quantity of life. I want to look at my quality of life. I'm not looking at you know the endurance of things. What I'm looking at is what can I contribute to it? How can I touch lives? What can I do right now? And I want to finish strong. Amen. Because I don't want to add years to my life, even though I'm eating right, exercise. I do want to do that. But I want to add life to my years. Amen? Amen? I want to make sure that I'm enjoying and touching. And that, you know why? Because the most important thing in the world is people. Relationships, people. You're the most important asset. You're Harvest Bible Church. You're important to me. Yeah, let that sink in. You're very important to me. You know, uh, uh, you know. I mean, it's just like I ask myself all the time. I'm so blessed, so blessed that you're here. It amazes me. It does. That's just astonished. You actually showed up. <laughs> you know, I was talking to a couple that, that, that came from a church that uh, a, a friend of mine pastors, and then they actually came from another church that a friend of mine pastors, uh, uh, too, and these are two men of God that I, I esteem highly. And the reason I esteem highly is because they're older than I am, okay? Now, they're really great pastors and really good friends, and we kid each other about all kinds of things. But the thing about it is, is that we honor one another, why? Because we're still doing it. You know, they've been in ministry, you know, long, as long as me, or maybe even longer, and uh, so it's, it's amazing, and they're still in it. And so I, I, I am so amazed at that all the time. And here's the reason. It's because it's the love of God. Why don't we live so passionately? Why don't we live life every moment? It's because we let the love of God wane. It's God's love for us. Once you know how much and how great God's love is for you and how much you're loved, it's easy to love others, you know? And like I said, why do we have this ability to start again? Because we we admit that we make mistakes, you know? You know? I mean, here it is in, uh, in Proverbs twenty eight thirteen. It says this in the Living Bible. I like this one. It says, a man who refuses to admit his mistakes can never be successful. But if he confesses and forsakes them, he gets another chance. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard me say this, and I got this from a minister, you know, who was a great pastor uh, many years ago. He's in heaven. But he said this. He said, Christians never fail. They only find ways that don't work. I found a lot of ways that don't work, okay? But you never fail because failure's never permanent. With God, failure's never permanent. Amen? It's never fatal. You're right. It's never fatal. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the great thing about that is is that you can't be afraid to fail because you'll never succeed at anything. Amen? You'll, You'll never do that. You'll see these things here. And so go with me to 1 John chapter 4. Y'all doing okay? Amen. 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. I'm going I'm to read to the 19th right of the New Living Translation again. He says this, we know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. Man, I just, I love to say that. I love to say God lives in me. I mean, I do that almost, I do that almost every day. Every morning I look in the mirror and say, God lives in you. Now start acting like it. (laughs) Amen. I do that. I tell myself that. I, of course, I, I talk to myself a lot. Because I have to, I make a lot of mistakes, so I have to talk to myself there. But it says God lives in Him. And as we live in God and our love grows more and more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment because we can face Him with confidence, because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. Amen? And the greatest way about showing our love to God is showing his love to his kids. You know. And we understand as as we do that that the only investment that we can actually... uh, uh, it's going to be a living investment is the investment that we put in one another and we put in all our relationship and passing it on to the next generation that's why I like pran I like putting things into our kids because we've got to get our next generation we've got to pass it on i want you know my legacy to outlive me amen you know because when you understand the love of god then what happens is is that it becomes a foundation of you and from that love passion rises up amen that passion, that desire to, I want to please God with all my heart. I want to do that. It rises, it becomes that foundation. It also becomes a, a power. Hallelujah. So that I can relate to others and it doesn't matter what others think. It's just that I want to relate the love of God because I don't find my validation or my pro, approval in them. Amen. Seek, I'm going to forgive. I'm going to love. I'm going to care. And whether or not they receive it or not, that's not, that's not my fault or my thing. My thing is just to give it. Amen. And here's the wonderful thing too, is that they're not the ones giving me permission. I'm going to love you no matter what. I'm going to forgive you no matter what. I'm going to be for you no matter what. Because God's for you and God loves you. He's the one that gives me my permission. He's the one that gives me my validation. Amen. He's the one that gives me my approval. See, see, forgiveness is the greatest key to loving people, because you got to forgive them. They 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 can get mean. Amen. People can just do dumb things. We just do, you know. And uh, no matter how perfect we think we are, we can mess up. <laughs> Amen. But forgiveness is the wonderful thing. It's it's the awesome thing of God. It is the key to loving. It's the key, believe it or not, to having passion for God. Because you got to be able to forgive yourself. For not taking the time or not listening or not doing what we should have done. Amen? Yes. We see this. And, and the reason, see, because God, God qualified forgiveness. You know, God didn't say just, oh, you got to forgive me, you got to forgive him. Because I've had people say, well, okay, you tell me I got to forgive. How do I do that? How do I do that when I've been hurt so bad? Well, see, because forgiveness is a command, it's not a suggestion. And forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. And so what you got to do is you got to take care of yourself. And and God, God changes us from the inside out. So we know if we've forgiven or not. You know, the only way I know is to take the word of God and say, listen, the love of God's been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. So God's given me the capacity to forgive. So I forgive. And I may have to forgive by faith for a while. I may have to say that 3,000 times a day until I know I got I got me clean, me clear, amen. I know all of you are perfect. You ain't never had to forgive nobody, but me—I'm in pastoral. I got to, you know, I got a lot of people taking shots at me. So you gotta, you gotta just love people, all right? So it, it, <laughs> no, no. Harvest Bible Church is perfect. We're just letting y'all know that. Hallelujah! <laughs> it is, it is, it is. No, I mean it is awesome. But here's one of the big keys. How do you guard your heart? How do you do this? You know, one of the biggest keys is you always got to speak from your heart. Never let your tongue say something you don't believe. And you know, the minute when you say something or act something, or when you say words, you really don't believe because you got mad or you said this or you did. Don't do that. You've got to take authority over things. but don't speak words that you don't speak from your heart. It's amazing how many people, you know, communication problem. Of course, we have that now. Nobody really talks face-to-face. Everybody sits there and texts each other from their phone, sends emojis, (laughs) you know, and uh, so we don't don't get the other, you know, the art of communication and talking, and we don't get to talk heart-to-heart, you know, amen? You've heard my wonderful story. I remember I... I was at a men's group and I had all my guys from church and the church I was pastoring in Pennsylvania and I got them all up there and we had like 25 or 30 of them there and, and we were, I was just pouring my heart out, preaching them all kinds. I said, now listen, I want you to go to talk to God. I want you to have a heart-to-heart talk with God like you have a heart-to-heart talk with your wife. And you could hear a dead silence. <laughs> and the guy, the oldest guy in the group that had been married the longest, he said, he, he raised, he stood up, he said, all right, guys, I got to ask a question. How many of you ever had a heart-to-heart talk with your wife? Do you know the only one that raised their hand was me? I said, okay, everybody's sitting down, we like, you can't talk to God if you can't talk to your wife, this is in trouble. You can see her. And I know you ain't talking to somebody you can't see, so we're in trouble. That changed the whole weekend. He did. God gave me a... I mean, I said, well, no, nah, we we're going to have to deal with this. So I said, what do you mean by heart to heart? Well, those are the things that you don't want touched. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe we should go back and do some things there again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Help you out because you need to know how to do that. It's amazing. I just, got, I never understood how people not being able to communicate or share. But we're, we're taught not to be real because we're taught... Well, we got to be faith people, so we got to always speak positive and we've always got to have this. Yes, we are faith people and yes, we do are always going to. I'm always on the positive side of everything. But faith never denies the reality of pain. Faith never denies the reality of problems. It just changes it. It never allows it the opportunity to stay that long. It just says, okay. Faith doesn't say that, you know, sickness is not here. Faith says healing is here, dealing with that and taking care of it. Hallelujah. Sickness can't stay. It doesn't say difficult problem. It doesn't ignore that there's a problem here. It doesn't ignore there's a, like if a snake came in here. You know, we wouldn't say, okay, which one of you brought the snake? <laughs> snakes going to come around and going to bite people. Now you can bite as many as you want to because we got to find out who did it. <laughs> no, if the snake's coming in, I can guarantee you, I'm going to kill the snake. Okay? Then we can find out how did the snake get in, okay? But we're going to get rid of the strife. We're going to get rid of what takes place first. Amen? See, we look at things, you know, and we do it. But everybody wants to say, whose fault is it? It's the devil's fault, okay? He uses people. Y'all okay? We got to grab a hold of this because we allow the enemy to come in and rob us of our passion and rob us of our love for God and rob us of the joy of the moment and the joy of today. Hallelujah. You know why? Because we want to control everything. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. That went over real big. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have <laughs> <Amen. laughs> you know if you give people the opportunity to share, and you understand, you, it, it, you can understand why somebody does something. It makes a whole big difference. It changes the whole perspective. That somebody didn't just do something because they didn't like you, or somebody did something, but because of what was going on in their lives, what caused the reaction, or what was taking place, and it, it gave you the opportunity to know, wow. I don't know if I would have done as good as they did being in that situation, you know. And that's why we humble ourselves. We humble ourselves and allow God to be God in our lives. So what am, I, what am I sharing? What I'm sharing today is that no tomorrow, which simply means, listen, let's love today. Let's live passionately today. Yeah, let's plan, do all the natural things that we need to do for tomorrow and all that kind of stuff. But let's let God use us today and who he wants us to get in contact with, who he wants us to touch. Let's be at the right place at the right time doing what God's, and seeing God's lives, seeing people's lives, and let's be open for God to reach out and to touch. For let's take effort, you know, to be able to touch the lives of as many people as we can. And let's do it because here's the thing, we're not guaranteed in the sense guaranteed tomorrow. Hallelujah. You understand that, that God's like, don't look, don't put off today what, you know, don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today. Hey, take hold of this and say, hey, you know, we think, these think, because there's always things of the, of the, of the earth and the, and the world that's going to try to level us, try to stop us. What did Jesus say in John 16, 33? In the world, you shall have tribulation. Didn't that wonder? You're going to have tests and trials. Things are going to be difficult. We were driving in Lodi yesterday. And a truck came just driving, just drive down, threw a big rock and just hit. Pam's windshield just broke it. So now I got to buy a new windshield. That's that's the second rock that's hit that car. It's only been, it ain't even a year old. I'm thinking, I told her, you got to start living right. (laughs) I've had my truck for five years and it got the same window. I, you, know, you know, I love her. I just love her. Don't you go out and throw me under the bus again. You guys love to do that. But if I don't pick on a teaser, but, I, but it's like, well, it's, it's the way it goes. And all that is is the devil trying to steal my joy. Because I have to pay for it. You know, I'm going to take it in this week. We'd go over here, and they'll replace it. It won't be any big deal. <laughs> but it was the situation of like, I just think you lying devil. You just want to try to do things pile, you know, and make me and let, let make me lose my joy. I'm not going to lose my joy. I'm not going to let anything lose my joy. Amen. God's hand, God's plan. I have no idea why I'm looking at my notes, but I'm trying to gather something here. <laughs> Amen. Here's something. To you. Amen. Just. You know, one of the things about the Word of God and what's doing, and this is thinking too, that God's kind of given us a commission, and He's given us an admonishment, which is to pray. Prayer should always be the first response, not our last resort. Amen. Prayer should be our first response, not our last resort. okay? And what I mean, we need to realize, because guess what God can do more in prayer. And God can do more through you in prayer. Hallelujah. Yeah. Than he can with you worrying and complaining. Hallelujah. And, and, and if we'll realize that, then believe it. Or not. And not just pray just to get, get ourselves relieved of the pressure, but to actually pray passionately and with the love of God. Amen. Passionately and with the love of God and the desire. Because God wants to touch lives. He does. And he wants to use every one of you. He really does. He wants to use every single one of you. He wants to use you in touching each and every person and being there. I mean, I'm so glad for our, our prayer team and our prayer line to let us know what we do, how, how we can touch lives, how we can help folks, because it works. Because the Word of God is so amazing, so wonderful, and we need to do that because God's desire is that we don't wait till tomorrow. You know, you got to just say, you know what? There is no tomorrow. Today's the day. Today's the day that I get up and I act right. Today's the day that I let God be God. Today's the day that I change. Amen. And yeah, it seems like I don't have enough time. Seems like I don't. I understand all that. But today's the day. And when you make a decision to put God first, when you make a decision to say, you know what? I am going to live passionately. I'm going to love passionately. I am going to let God be God. And and the only way I can do that, how can I love God more, is by loving his kids and being able to be uh, uh, that which he can use and speak a word, uh, you know, in due season, speak life to those around me. Amen? Amen? That's God's plan. That's God's purpose. Hallelujah. Because I'm praying this prayer. I'm praying dangerous prayers. I'm not praying that God, the sun stands still. But I'm praying that God takes us out of the ordinary. That God supernaturally brings us into the extraordinary. That God is is just moving in our lives. And God said this to me, and I'm going to close on this. I got more notes here, but I'm going to close on this. God said, I'm working in your life as much as you expect me to. He always just smacks me you he's got to be real nice he said well i'm just trying to help you and i'm trying to work here and i know you're doing good not me just bam hey you're only getting what you believe for nothing less nothing more (laughs) i'm working in you as much as you'll let me i'm doing as much as i'm like oh okay yeah it is good i mean it's amazing I, i i wish i was that smart but i'm not that smart but he's just like hey He said, I'm working as much in your life as you expect me to. Wow. I said, Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Father, I'm going to start expecting a whole lot more. I'm going to start expecting you to take the ordinary and do the extraordinary for you to touch the lives, for you to help people change their lives for the better. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you mi asunto le va a catacar me siento verete tu camando me barral por mas yo tu chica torra no le ha conto desiste nadie atoro mamare no se andora va a queste, la via corro corret tu reacore que soto releve tu reanto la madre acoso tu reame che sto rigueto <laughs> Hallelujah. Many, many have missed opportunities. And you've missed opportunities because you've looked to a someday or you've looked to a tomorrow. Or you've looked to it going to take place or going to happen. And yet, I'm a God of now. I'm a God of today. I'm a God of doing things. And when I speak into your lives, yes, I've called you to do these things. Or yes, I've spoken to you that, yes, I want to use you in that area or that specific uh, way. Or in this, because it's my timing, it's my planning. Now, don't look to the past and think, oh, I should have or could have. Because today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of moving forward. Yes, you may have missed in the past. But forgiveness and grace covers that. Forgiveness and love covers that. But oh, today is a day to move forward. Today is a day to take hold of the truth. Today is a day that you can know you can be used, that you are a vessel, a chosen vessel of mine, a chosen person, because you're here, because you've been divinely appointed to be here this morning, to hear and to understand that there is no tomorrow. Because in heaven there is no day There is no night It is only now It is only right now So when I speak I see it done I see you doing that which I've spoken unto you I see a fulfillment of all those things Because my word goes forth out of my mouth And it doesn't return unto me void But it accomplishes the thing whereunto I sent it And it will prosper in it So so there are things that I have spoken There are things that I have said that they will come to pass and they'll come, pass, come to pass sooner if you'll begin to expect, if you'll begin to believe that I do want to use you and your voice and your hands to do and to touch those that are around you. So don't, be thinking that oh someday or this is for someone no this is for me and today is the day now is the time and all my life will be changed from the ordinary to the extraordinary my life will be changed to hear what the spirit has to say and oh I think you know as we look and see or you're thinking and looking and seeing yeah but I'm too old. Oh, I'm too young. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I don't know enough. (laughs) But that's not the way I look, says the Lord. If you look in the Word of God, you see that I use the young and I use the old and I use the unqualified and I use those that did not know and I use things that we would think, oh, how could He use them and how could He use that person or how could He do this? Because I'm looking at your heart. I'm looking at your heart. I don't look on the outward appearance. I'm not looking at those. Things. I'm looking at your heart. That's why what it was said, speak from your heart. Because from your heart flows rivers of life. That's why I declare, guard your heart. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the forces or the issues of life. Ah, oh, but no, says the Lord, that it's your heart. And because of your voice. Hallelujah. And don't despise words. Don't despise yourself. But say, hey, if God can use a donkey, he can use me. (laughs) Yes. Yes. If God can use this, he can use me. Because time is short. And now is the time. And I need your voice. I need your voice. I need your actions. We need to be the body of Christ and the family of God. That loves, that cares, that reaches out. No one by themselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No one. Hallelujah. So today's the day. So today's the day. Don't be downtrodden. Don't be thinking, oh, I missed it here. I we all have. But thank God his forgiveness. And thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. For the ability to begin again. Some of you this morning. Now, this is just by the spirit of God, me. Some of you need to begin again. God's not through. God's not done. You're not just holding out till the end. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we're to God. But God has declared you can begin again because you still have a voice. And here's the answer. When you think in your head, well, it, 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 am I done? Is it over or what, you know, does God still have a plan? Does God still want to use me? If you're not dead, you're not done. If you're not dead, you're not done. Yes. Hallelujah. So that means you're still in the game. You're still in the game. You may be on the sideline just cheering us on, shouting in glory because the ability to play you may not be there. But hallelujah, your voice and encouragement and your strength, you still have a voice. You still have prayer. You still have things you can say and do. Hallelujah. And those that have the ability to play, get back in the game. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, thank you and praise you. Lord, I just thank you. Lord, I just trust that this is a blessing that administered to the lives of each and every one this morning. Father, my heart's cry, my heart's desire is that we know how incredibly awesome that you are so as the body of Christ, we can go out and share the love of Jesus with a lost and dying world out there. They need to know that we know what it is to have the life of God in the inside of us. And so, Father, right now with those that are watching or those that are here, if there's anybody that really doesn't have a right relationship with God, that's not really ready to re- meet the Lord, that they're they really not sure about their salvation or not sure about their relationship with you, because it's all about relationship, Father. So, Father, we bow our heads before you right now. And we honor you and love you. We thank you. But Lord, if there is anybody here under the sound of my voice or watching and they don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior or they don't have a right relationship with Jesus. And if you're here and you don't have a right relationship with Jesus, you need to. We're not talking about joining a church. We're talking about, is Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? Do you know that if you died today, you would make heaven, miss and you're ready to meet the Lord? And if you're not then we want to lead you in a prayer. We want to lead you. We want to help you. We want you to, you know, whether you're rededicating your life or coming to God for the first time, just raise your hand and I'll pray. We'll pray as the body of Christ. Or those of you that are watching, we've got to pray. We'll pray with you because it's just, the Bible says that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, the Lord Jesus, we shall be saved. Because with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. But it's with our mouth that confession is made unto salvation. So we have to say it. We can't just believe that Jesus is Lord. We have to declare him as our own personal Lord. That's why it's that prayer of salvation. It's the the, the saying and the declaring that that brings salvation to us. Hallelujah. So if you're here and you need prayer for that, or you're coming back to God or just just making sure of yourself, just raise your hand real high. We'll pray because God loves you. That's what it's all about. Hallelujah to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you and praise you for the body of Christ. My heart's desire, too, is that the body of Christ, that there's revival in the body of Christ. There's a stirring in our heart. There's a stirring up. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. Thank you that we stir up the gifts of God, that we're not done. No matter what, we've got a voice. Hallelujah, we can still declare your truths. And Lord, thank you for Harvest Bible Church. Thank you for these amazing folks that are here. I am so blessed to be the pastor, hallelujah, of this great church because of these great folks. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you for, oh, how awesome you are. You're such a wonderful, wonderful, loving Heavenly Father. And I thank you for it now. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and Amen. Now, before you go, I have one more announcement that I forgot to give. You forgot to remind me. The 20th. That's coming up here. Yes. <laughs> I, at least I don't feel bad. She forgot to. Okay. Listen, there's been some of you ask about, you know, the, 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 the movie 2,000 Mules that's been in theaters and things. We actually have a, a DVD, and so we have it. So we're going to actually show it here at church this Friday night at 7 o'clock if you'd like to come. So it's gonna be at seven o'clock this Friday night for all of you that like to be here. It's all free, it's free. Just come and we'll show it up here. You get to see it on all three screens if that doesn't mess you up too bad. And uh, but it'll be good. So this Friday at seven o'clock, you guys can come. Correct, correct. That makes me feel so much better, Marilyn. You made me feel so good because I had that was the only one I had written down. That was the only announcement I had written down, <laughs> and I t- <laughs> listen. Hallelujah. Let's all stand up. We're going to have our prayer team come forward. If you need prayer for anything, they're here to pray with you. I love you. God loves you. You guys all be blessed. Have an incredibly great day.